Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Uh, welcome, everyone, to another episode of Inside Wrestling on TalkShoe. This is a wrestling week in review for October 22nd. 2016. We'll start off with some news. Last night, I actually watched the fight. Uh, Bobby Lashley fought some uh, tomato can. I don't know who the fuck this guy was. I actually watched the fight online. They actually uploaded it on the Bellator page, so I watched it at work. Cause I didn't watch it live because I had to go to work. But it was cool. Lashley won in like the second round via submission. And uh, Jerry Lawler was there, too, at ringside. So that was cool. It was in what, Memphis, Tennessee. So that was cool. Lashley wins. Uh, he's still undefeated in uh, Bellator. I guess he's going to make a run for the uh, Bellator heavyweight title. I- I'm still hoping for a fight with Lesnar. If somehow Lesnar can get a chance to go down to Bellator, because I'd like to see those two go at it in a cage. But I don't know if Lashley would have a chance against Lesnar in-, in a cage, because I don't know. He should have fucking beat this tomato can last night in the first round. But, ah, whatever, you know. Um, know it is what it is. But, uh, uh, Justin, what were your thoughts? Uh, about um, Lashley I, and last night and Bellator and all that. I'm I'm just impressed with Lashley for balancing both sports. He he's more yeah, with he's more consistent with the um, Bellator than like Lesnar is in the UFC. You know what I mean? Like he he fights more fights and yeah, because uh, WWE won't let him out of the contract. You know they won't let yeah. him go UFC and shit. And he doesn't like. You know, the time isn't spread out. He fights, like, once every two months. So that's cool. Uh, I got to give him credit. He's good. Um, I would like to see him versus Lesnar. Um, I think Lashley is probably better cardio-wise than Lesnar. So that would make the fight fight interesting. But, um, you know, I got to give him credit. And, and, And the one thing that I do like, is they're talking about him going for the title, and he announced after the fight that he would rather fight this one person instead of going for a title shot. So he's like, yeah, I heard he, he, he talked to some. He said some list. guy's name. I forgot who it was. Yeah, I don't know his name either, but he, he's he's making a list. Like he he just wants to be the man. It's not just about the title. He wants to go through everybody. So I got to respect him for that. He's 40 years old. He's doing his thing, you know. So I, And I did like that Lawler was there. And as soon yeah, as he came cool. out of the cage, Lawler hugged him. Like, they hugged each other. Um, Lawler was doing, doing interviews and stuff like that. So, I mean, a good promotion for both sports, to be honest. You know, WWE, TNA, yeah. and Bellator, all in one. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, so you get the mix between the MMA and the wrestling, too, yeah. and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, the whole thing with the whole future of TNA, I don't know what the heck's going on with them. They own so much death well, taxes and stuff. To... I saw something today online saying 
TNA bottom and out um, 15 wrestlers that should be going right to WWE. Yeah, it looks like it's pretty much done for uh, TNA. I mean, all their legal problems. Yeah, you had had your, like, EC3, you had Lashley, you had uh, Galloway, um, who is the other one. It's weird because some of the people that I thought would go to the main roster, they didn't even mention. But, um, oh, uh, what's his name there? The one with the mask. What the hell is his name? I can't even think of it. Oh, Abyss? Yeah. Abyss. Abyss. Then they had some girls. Like, a lot of people with, like, face paint and stuff. But, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, like I said, I don't really watch TNA that much. I know EC3. Oh, that dude, the guy, Jesse. Oh, you know okay. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, him was one of them. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know if they're totally done or if it's slowly failing and then it's going to happen. But, you know, we'll see. Yeah, definitely. We'll just see what happens with the whole thing with TNA. But, I mean, I guess they had some tapings or something. It's going to go until January 2017, so I don't know. But, I mean, I think the long run, I think TNA is pretty much out of business. I guess they're filing for bankruptcy. I, yeah. I don't know if they uh, if the uh, guy from the Smashing Pumpkins is going to end up buying TNA, rebranding it. That's all I've been hearing. I guess uh, there's even talk that TNA selling some of their library to Ooh, some TV network. What's his huh? name? Brian Corrigan? Corrigan. Billy Corrigan. Billy Corrigan. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Billy Corrigan. And so. Number one and number two on the list were Jeff and Matt Hardy, too. To well, yeah, to definitely. The yeah, the, the Hardys are number one. Well, especially Matt Hardy, but he figured, you know, Jeff's coming along, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So. They're not going to... They're, they're, they still got a couple more years in them, you know. You might as well go to the big stage. I know you were talking about Matt Hardy. Maybe you heard rumors possibly buying TNA, but yeah, I think he it's might as well just keep doing his thing, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, why waste your money trying to buy a, a dying product? And yeah, shit. Exactly. just do his uh, thing and, and shit. Yeah, he just he doesn't do contracts. He's like doing the contract for one match, you know. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like the Lesnar thing. Yeah, so, yeah. And plus, his merchandise well. is selling good, too. So, I mean, he's got, like, on Pro Wrestling Tees and all those other websites, too, that's selling his merchandise. He's doing indie shows, too, along with TNA. So, I mean, he's making good money. So. Yeah. Did you watch it? Did I send you that video, the one with JD from New York? He has to be deleted by Matt Hardy. It was yesterday, I guess, at a wrestling show. I think it was in no, Mass, whatever. No, oh, okay. I'll, I'll send it to you again. It was pretty funny. I was fucking laughing. He always, it's oh, crazy okay. how he stays in the character and shit, Matt Hardy. But uh, it, it's funny. Matt Hardy's good, man. He's always been good. And so has Jeff. I mean, them two are great. The one thing that the WWE never did to them was kind of kill their characters. I mean, they yeah. did that Matt Hardy character where he was, uh, what what was he? He always, uh, I forget his name. He uh, what the, what was his name? It was after Ooh. the tag team when he came back and was a singles wrestler. Who, Matt he Hardy, what, Matt version Hardy. 2, whatever? Yeah, yeah. Like version 2.0, whatever the hell he called himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and he was still good. I mean, Jeff Hardy yeah. was always still good as a singles wrestler, too. So, I mean, they never ruined them. But then when you look back, it's like the Dudley boys, they got ruined. And they were part of that era where, you know, it was it was the tag teams that all split up or did whatever. I remember when Dudley boys split, and then you had Reverend Devon. Yeah, Reverend Devon and shit. Yeah. And that's yeah, how definitely. Batista came. Batista yep. was Deacon Batista. Deacon. You know? I don't remember, yeah, I don't remember that. I don't remember that Deacon Batista, but yeah, I remember Reverend. He was like yeah, he was his bodyguard. Yeah, I know. That's, there was some, like some shit like I was like in and out watching wrestling from like periods of time because you know the shit just got like boring and shit. And then like you, you know, know guys started dying off and shit. You know Eddie and and Chris Benoit shit and all that crap. And then fucking Cena just winning all the time just pissed me off. I didn't even really want to watch the fucking product. Fucking yeah. fuck boys winning all the time. So. Um, anyway, what's the other one? Yes, uh, working backstage. I saw. I guess he's he's working like doing uh, shit backstage with WWE. There was a picture posted I saw the other day. So I guess yeah. he still has a job with WWE. And I know he runs a wrestling. I think he runs a wrestling school, and I think Devon runs a wrestling school too. Devon, I mean Bubba yeah. too. I think they both run some kind of like wrestling school. I'm, I'm telling you, like right now, like. Or within the next five years, it's going to be like Kane and Cena backstage and Triple H, like, doing everything. Them three are going to be involved way more behind the scenes. Yeah, I don't know about Kane. I think Kane's going to stick with his business because I know he has, like, uh, he sells insurance and shit like that. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, he probably wants to get into politics. I know there's been talk to him getting into politics where he lives in Tennessee, so... I mean, I mean, maybe, but I doubt. It. I think he's probably gonna stay with his like his business that he's built down. Uh, I know he south. does a lot. I mean, a lot of people. Uh, talk. Cubs took the lead. And, oh boy, Jesus man! But a lot of people talk in interviews saying, you know, how much he's helped them. You know, like he knows a lot about the business and this yeah. and that. So either way, Nash too. I heard Nash was really. Really good with that. Yeah, Nash would be good. You know what Nash would be good at? Nash would be good at, like, uh, a trainer kind of thing, too, and, like, NXT or developmental down in the performance yeah. center. I, I think he'd be good, too, because I watched some videos, like, and he was, like, sitting in watching some training school, and he was actually going in the ring and showing, like, the guys how to do certain moves and how to, yeah, like, you know, I take, see, you know, take it in shit. Hall's yeah. Hall's done, that. Hall's been, like, a guest appearance. You know, on NXT and this and that, and he, uh, you know, gets in the ring and shows them, talks to them about promoing and stuff like that. So, yeah, I guess it was Scott Hall's birthday the other day, the bad guy. They were posting all these clips from WWE promos and shit from uh, Razor Ramon. They didn't post my favorite one, but whatever. Uh, they should have posted that one when he clotheslined Owen Hart off the chair. I just love that one. <laughs> Hey, Rocket, your daddy teach you that one, man? Oh, man, he's him with the trash can. Razor Ramon was awesome. The restaurant one, too, I love, too. He goes, what is this, man? You got a bill for me? I'm Razor Ramon. People find out how you in this restaurant. They line up down the street, Chico. Plus the table. They had some good promos back in the day, like, when, yeah. Uh, was it Stone Cold throwing the icy title off the bridge into the river? 
Oh, the rock threw it, yeah. And he or the threw rock it. He, threw it. He, yeah, the rock threw him off the bridge, and he threw his fucking tile in the in the water, too, and shit. Then you got Stone Cold at Booker T in the grocery store. Grocery store, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> they had to pay the supermarket yeah, for, like, the damages. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. like, $46,000 or something worth of damage they did to the store, but they had to pay. But, I mean, still, the fucking, that whole skit was funny. The, oh, the, um... What the hell was it? Oh, I'm trying to think of it. It was funny, but... Yeah, there was, oh. There was some, oh, the APA was always in the bars. Oh, yeah, you know, that one, too. Yeah, I always, I always yeah. love fucking the, the APA when, like, they're, they're playing cards, and there's, like, there's no room. It's just a fucking door, and you had to actually Doorway. open the door to go in. And people would knock on it. Yeah. Come in and pay up money. That was awesome. And then Trish playing, uh, they're playing strip poker with Trish Stratus. I'm like, oh, these shit, what the fuck's going on? But, uh, yeah, yeah, APA was good and shit. Oh, we got Chris on board. What's nice. up, man? Hey, yo, what's going on, guys? What's going on? Hey, yo, yeah, hey, yo's birthday was the other day, Razor Ramon. Hey, yo. But, uh, anyway, well, one more for the bad guy. No, we're just talking about, uh, we were talking about Bobby Lashley. I don't know, Chris, did you watch the fight last night, and what were your thoughts? Uh, Lashley, if you saw it from Bellator. Oh, yeah, he plowed through him, you know, just another jobber. Yeah, tomato can. Jesus Christ, man, can you catch the ball out there? Jesus, man, the Cubs, man, they're looking good. Oh, boy. But, uh, anyways, um, yeah, no, uh, we're talking, you know, you, I mean, I, I really want to see Lashley and Lesnar fight somehow. I don't care if fucking Bellator, well, I'd rather see it in Bellator than WWE because WWE scripted and shit, but i like to see Lashley and uh, Lesnar go at it at Bellator. I mean, do you think there's any kind of chance that Vince will allow that to happen? Or I think maybe maybe when Lesnar's contract ends. I don't know if it's next year, 2017, Lesnar's contract ends. I think it's 2017. you think that's a possibility? you think Lesnar would go to Bellator to face Lashley? Or no? Um, I don't think so. It's probably the only way it's going to happen. Probably like it's in WWE. It's a shoot fight. Yeah. I know Lashley's open to going back to WWE. He said so before. So um, the ball is in WWE's court. Um, Lashley, as I said before, he's definitely the most improved guy uh, in the world. Uh, wrestler, MMA fighter, UFC, do whatever word you want to use. Um, I wasn't very impressed by him in his first run. Like many folks, I just saw him as a as a Black Lesnar. And then when TNA picked him up the first time, again, I wasn't really um, that impressed. He was just kind of a guy that I'd always dismissed. But um, going into 2014, when he came back to TNA a second time, and when they did that whole BDC thing where it was uh, MVP, Lashley, and Kenny King, that was kind of when I started to turn around on Lashley. He really started to improve. Lashley was the muscle. MVP was like the talker. And Kenny King was like the prankster slash joker of the group. And um, they were really they were a good faction. I liked them. Um, he had a lot of good matches with guys like, he was very versatile. He had good matches with like Jeff Hardy, Austin Aries, Bobby Roode, Kurt Angle, EC3, Drew Galloway. Um, he's, he's gotten pretty good. Um, he's not Jake the Snake Roberts or Ravishing Rick Roode on the mic, but he's okay. Like he's, he's, he's had promo segments with guys like Kurt Angle, like EC3, like Drew Galloway, and he's, he's held his own, you know? Yeah. Um, he's gotten much better. Um, unlike Lashley, unlike Lesnar, he doesn't go in there and just uses the same move over and over and over again. He can actually 
he's motivated. Like he's he's really good. And it's like I guess what I'm really trying to say is, when I look at the current WWE product, like just the current product as it is right now, I look at guys like Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns. And uh, even AJ Styles, it's like I look at what they're doing, like from a full package standpoint, like in ring, character, on the mic. Like I look at what they're doing, and then I look at what Lashley's doing, and I'm like, there's no reason Lashley can't do that in WWE and make it work. Like um, mm. he's 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 okay. Like when I see Lashley, it's not like I'm saying like um, I'm not trying to say like put a rocket up his ass or like put the WWE title on him, but like Lashley, oh. he currently is. If he was to go to WWE. Like, I see no reason why he couldn't be, like, a solid, like, number two, number three heel or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, we can like, we can forget about the WWE title ever going on Bobby Lashley because, like I said, solving the times. If Mark Henry couldn't get it, forget about yeah. it. Fucking <laughs> yeah. shit. But, uh, anyways. No, it'd be, it'd be cool. But, like I said, I, I would love to see just a one-time deal with him and Lesnar and Bellator, you know, because, you know, I mean, wrestling scripted and shit. I mean, when are they going to have fucking Lesnar just go over Lashley? Or, uh, you know, because the end game, I think, it, it'll be good to see in WWE, but I think the end game with Lesnar is going to be, you know, Samoa Joe or uh, yeah, Nakamura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, those the are cool the two thing, guys. It's not going to be yeah, Lashley. Yeah, the cool thing about Lashley is, like, um, he's he, he he's that guy that puts out good matches, and, like, you don't even, like, he's the guy that puts out good matches, but, like, for whatever reason, he just doesn't come to your mind because, no one's talking about him. Like, if he was to go to WWE, like, there's actually a lot of good matches we could see. You could see, like, Lashley against Cena. Like, then now that they've both improved, yeah. I think that it would be a good match. You could see Lashley against Orton, Lashley against Ziggler, Lashley against AJ Styles, and eventually you would see, like, you know, Lashley against Nakamura, Lashley against Joe. But, yeah, a lot of folks are talking about, you know, who has legitimate credit to beat Lesnar, and most fans are, th- are thinking, like, oh, Joe can choke him out or Nakamura can knee him in the face. But when you think about it, Lashley has the credentials too. But no one's really thinking about him because he's just not in the mainstream. He's in Bellator. He's not like in mainstream UFC spike, you know, or, yeah. you know, like the, the mainstream UFC. And, and he's in TNA. He's not like in Lucha or NXT or New Japan. He's like, he's quietly become like one of the most improved guys in the world. And like, just for whatever reason, no one's talking about him. And I think that's kind of criminal. So Yeah, yeah. I mean, he could be the dark horse, but yeah, I mean, he could be like the third-party candidate that will win like one or two states. I'm not going to talk about this fucking election anymore, but uh, I'm sick and tired of this shit. Just get it over with. I'm going to feel bad when I'm going to win $100 from an old guy, you know, but whatever. He didn't listen. <laughs> Told you, they're fixing this shit. Uh, couple to winning, 2 nothing. Wow, Kershaw's not looking too good. No. Uh, all right, uh, other big story of the week, too. Uh, what the hell's going on? Shawn Michaels coming out of retirement versus AJ Styles. I guess somebody posted some picture, basically Royal Rumble. They want to sell 70,000 seats, not like 20 years ago, where they had to give away like 27,000 seats at Taco Bell, even WCW. Eric Bischoff made fun of that, but uh, it's not going to happen. It, 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 Shawn Michaels not coming out of retirement to fight AJ Styles. I don't care what they say. Shawn Michaels will be there, I think, some kind of role. At, uh, and Austin, too, will probably be there at Royal Rumble. I think the fans will like to see AJ Styles and uh, Shawn Michaels go at it. I would like to see that. But, you know, it would be kind of cool if if, if they are gonna if they did that kind of match. Fucking uh, Shawn Michaels getting ready to beat AJ Styles for the title, get ready for the chin music, turn off the lights, Undertaker shows up in Tombstone and says, No, I retired your ass. And, uh, but uh, anyways, I don't know. Oh, so Justin, uh, would you like to see this match happen, and do you think it will happen at uh, Royal Rumble 2017? 
Shawn Michaels and uh, AJ Styles. I mean, who wouldn't want to see it happen? But I definitely don't think it's going to happen. Um, it is, like you said, in practice. I mean, obviously, he might have some kind of role there. Just like at Mania, you know, you had Austin and Michaels come out with Foley, that type of thing. But I, I don't I don't see the match happening. I don't think he's going to come out of retirement. Just like, you know, you've been saying Daniel Bryan and, uh, you know, The Miz. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. I know I know we talk, talked about that quite a bit, but, you know. Even with Corbin, it, too. Yeah, you know, even Corbin's hitting that, and he's, he's going off on Brian. It's almost like, the, you know, yeah. fucking Brian's going to snap soon, and he's just yeah. going to sign a waiver. He don't give a shit. He wants to get in the ring. You yeah, know, I but. guess but I, I, I just I don't I don't know. I don't I don't see that happening. Um like I said, I'm interested to see how this all plays out with like we were talking about on your show uh a few days ago, how Survivor series is gonna work because are what championship matches are there gonna be? Because SmackDown's roster is so weak, you know, you're gonna have your five on five Raw versus SmackDown. If AJ fights, you know, and somebody will just say Orton or Cena, then then who's going to be your five on that team? Yeah, so I, I, you know, I I think Survivor Series is going to play a lot into the Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah, and, and plus, if, if you're going to have title matches and these guys are going to be on a five on five match, you're going to ask these guys. Some of these guys that do double duty that night too, so I don't, I don't know if they're really. Well, really that, you're that to have your, you, you have your feuds. You have AJ and you know Ambrose feuding right now, right? So what are you going to do if they have to be on the same team for for SmackDown against Raw? You know, and like Reigns and Rusev, what if they they have to be on the same team for Raw? So that's what that's what I'm saying. I I think yeah. the Survivor Series is going to play out a lot. Of what happens at the Rumble, uh, you don't, you don't have your title matches at the Rumble. Don't get me wrong; I just don't know if they're going to do as many title matches at Survivor Series because Survivor, you need your yeah. team. And the, since the brand split, each roster is weaker. It's, it's different if it was just one brand all together. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, the whole thing. I think you know what. Going back to like AJ Styles and HBK, I I think having that match is a slap in the face to the rest of the roster, telling these guys basically we fucking suck. You know we can't main event this and that. We got to bring a guy out of retirement. Kind of a slap in the face. I mean I like the nostalgia and stuff like that, but um, if anything, do it do a ta- do a tag match if Shawn Michaels wanted to come yeah. out. Fuck you know. Where's Kenny not, Omega? Not like, Get Kenny Omega to team with AJ against fucking Shawn Michaels and uh oh I don't want Triple H. Fuck that shit. I forget about yeah. it. And Kevin Nash will pull a quad, so that's out of the plan right there. Well, I don't like know, but you know, you know, you know, in the face. It might yeah, be out of retirement. But it, but it's kind of cool because like you you know how like we were talking we everyone was wondering who's Braun Strowman gonna go against? Where's the talent that's gonna come? And none of us even thought that Sami Zayn would be that guy. And that's sad because well, he was like yeah. on the back burner for a while. He hasn't had any feuds since Owen. So we're like, Jesus there. Christ, the guy dropped the ball in the outfield? What the fuck's going on here? 
His Dodgers have an all problem out there. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, but uh, Chris, well, I mean, what are your thoughts? You you think HBK will get out of retirement for one more match against uh, AJ Styles, or no? They just sell tickets, you know. Um, HBK is in great condition. He can he can come back whenever he wants, should he choose. Yeah. Um, I know he's a coach down there at the developmental center now. But uh yeah, of all the guys out there, you know, like um like Sting and The Rock and Brian, he's one of the few guys that's, you know, retired and basically like his body's good. So it's not a question of if his body can handle like his body can handle it. He can come back and, and work. When he showed up at at Mania thirty two earlier this year, I thought that he looked fantastic. He looked like he was ready to go. Uh right there. I felt like he could have wrestled like a, probably a thirty minute match and he would have been okay. So um, really it just goes back to like what you mentioned earlier. It goes back to that rumble they had way back in 97. I remember that rumble. It was not very good. Um, it wasn't a good time for WWF. They were getting their asses handed to them by WWF in the ratings. I remember that. They, they gave away a bunch of tickets for free to fill up that building. It wasn't legitimate. I remember like a lot of the entrants in that rumble, too, were like local guys. I remember one dude eliminated himself. It was some Hispanic wrestler guy in a mask. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he didn't even understand the rules. Yeah, so really... <laughs> Yeah, so really this Rumble is just kind of a redemption, really. They they, they genuinely, like, want to sell out this time, like, legit. And they But in order for them to do that, they need to have a fucking card that's just going to, like, scream, oh, my God, i got to see it. And so the best match they could think of is Shawn Michaels versus AJ Styles. So um, personally, I've always liked Shawn because he seems to be one of the few folks that takes kayfabe seriously. Like, he retired, and, like, since he's retired, like, he has not come back. I mean, sure, he'll come back and super kicks folks, but um, I've kind of liked Sean for being that one guy that took it seriously. So if he did come back, I do think it would be a slap in the face to take her. But like you said, I mean, there's a story right there. Like, what if he did come back and then the lights go out and then Taker fucking tombstones AJ? There's a mania match, AJ versus Taker. I'd be down for that. Everybody's oh, talking yeah. about yeah, everyone's talking about Taker versus uh, Cena, uh, Taker versus AJ. There's a match I would fucking want to see. But uh, it really just depends. Um, uh, supposedly, him working in a developmental center has got the wrestling bug itching in, in him, so, so reports say. So, yeah, I heard that, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's already wealthy, so it's not really about the money. I mean, sure, they're offering him a lot of money for him to wrestle, but Sean doesn't care about the money. He's already rich enough as it is. So really, mm. it's just a question of, of morals. Like, should he come back? and, you know, break his retirement thing. Um, Jim Ross says that if, if Sean did come back, Taker wouldn't be offended. Uh, I remember I, I read somewhere, I think I think Shawn Michaels himself said it. I think he was, like, on Steve Austin's podcast. I think he said, like, after the match with Taker, it was him, Taker, Triple H, and Vince, and they were, like, backstage. And it was, like, after his match with Taker at Mania 26. And it was, like, all three of them were, like, are you sure? Like, do you really want, like, this to be the end? And, he described it almost as if, like, they were trying to talk him out of it, if that mm. makes sense, you know, but then he was kind of like, no. I saw, mm. I saw the video of that backstage. They were all hugging. And yeah, like, yeah, went yeah. Like, each other's ears and stuff, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So it almost yeah. seems as if, like, they didn't want him to uh, to retire. So it's hard, but I do agree with your sentiments that it is kind of a slap in the face to the roster, but – I mean, I've been saying that it's been like that arguably since The Rock came back in 2011. It's like it's like they, it's like there's a pattern here. It's like for the for the remainder for the duration of most of the regular working year, 
they rely on their roster, but then when it's time for Rumble or Mania, they just rely like on old guys from like the nineties and yeah. early two thousands, you know. And it's like at sooner or later, these dudes are just you know they're gonna die or they're not gonna be able to perform anymore. So it's like at what yeah. point are you gonna start focusing on, um, you know, the the current talent? You know, I'm looking mm-hmm. right now like at the people that we see and the, and the ones they're bringing back. I could be missing someone, but. As far as I know, the only person that's really left that hasn't made that big return is, is like, the Hardys and, like, Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much yeah. it. Every, everybody else has, has made their return. Yeah. Shane's come back. Yeah. Sting has finally showed up. Uh, uh, yeah, Goldberg is back. Like, Sting, he, I mean, he could be coming back at some point because if you listen to his retirement speech, it was... I'm, like, gone for now, but not forever or something was, like, the last yeah. words he said. So, possibly, you know, he could be a part of the whole moving forward to the mania, but I don't know. You know, yeah. you always got your surprise entries at the Rumble. Me and Nate were talking about, you know, Joe would be the perfect person to be the surprise entry in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. I would definitely agree to I would definitely agree to finish up that they probably have plans like as of now, like for Mania, they probably have plans for Raw and the and the Universal Title and like what they want to do. But as of right now, I'm thoroughly convinced that there is no plan for the WWE Title. They, there is no like match set in stone for like what yeah. happen. I think yeah. that they're definitely uh, probably looking at like they're 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 definitely like seeing like okay. Is Sean going to come back? If he does, that's going to change their plan. If he doesn't, then they'll have to do something else. I could easily see someone like a Nakamura or a Joe from NXT just going to SmackDown. I could easily see that just being a, you know, like a, a rocket up the ass to like, you know, a, a WWE title match. Like you, you could have someone from Raw win the Rumble, and then you could just have someone like, I don't know, Joe or Nakamura or someone like that challenge AJ. But as far mm-hmm. as to answer your question, like, is Sean going to fight AJ? My gut tells me no. But um, if he did, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I think it'd be great. But if you're gonna have fucking Shawn Michaels face AJ Styles, call The Rock and call Austin. Just fucking get it over with. <laughs> there we go. Right yeah. there, yeah. Austin and The Rock. One more time. We gotta see The Rock do a flip flop off the stunner. One more time. One more time. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no. Yeah, that'd be fucking great. With the rock stunned and he flops under the ropes. That's oh my fun. god, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Oversell the Sun and the Rock, <laughs> fucking great back in the day. But uh, no, nah, it'd be cool to see. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I, I was thinking like, what kind of storyline could they do if 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 AJ Styles wasn't married and have any kids? I could see him, you know, fucking going after his wife, Shawn Michaels' wife, <laughs> get the stalker too, going or something like DDP. But uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 his reborn. He's Christian again, you know, Shawn Michaels, you know, and I don't think he'll go against that faith and stuff. And he said he's gonna retire. And, I mean, maybe he's gotta go to Undertaker get his blessing or something like that. What the fuck, you know? WWE is so desperate for like ratings. They'll probably have like Shawn Michaels visit the Undertaker next. You know, it's not gonna be like it's not gonna be like Austin and fucking Pillman with the gun, but you know, it'll still be probably. Pretty yeah, good but shit, if, but, uh, if the match does happen, though, fans just should go ahead and accept. That's that's main eventing, you know. Rumble. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, that. yeah. That's that's definitely oh, main eventing. That'd be fucking awesome to see if that Actually, happens. Um, Chris, Chris, you were on the show the other day. Um, I want to ask you, what do you think about the Goldberg thing, and what do you think about the Jericho Owens thing? 
Um, Goldberg, he just wants to wrestle a match because uh, his son and his wife have never seen him perform before. So that's cool. You know, I can't hate someone who's trying to do something for their family. Um, a lot of fans yeah. underestimate Goldberg's drawing power. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I know... Uh, over three um, million. They yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. it was like over three million, so that was one of the highest raters ever in a while. I know mm. when they did that Goldberg Destruction DVD, like I think it was like Best of Goldberg DVD, that was like the best-selling DVD they ever had. And um, that one Nitro where it was like Goldberg against Hogan, that was like one of the highest like rated... Not just Nitros, but one of the highest ratings like in the Men of Night War, like ever. So a lot of fans are just kind of like in denial about Goldberg. So, um, I mean, truthfully, if Lesnar beats them, it's still 1-1. So they could do another match. <laughs> so, oh, God. I said a rubber match. Like yeah, if they do Series and then, or Rumble and then Mania or something, you never yeah, we'll, know. Like, we'll, we'll have to see. Uh, I'm hearing reports saying that Goldberg Lesnar is to set up Lesnar Shane, which I think is fucking stupid. But, um, oh, jeez. Yeah, regardless, though, Goldberg and Lesnar, they don't need to have a match. It needs to be a fight. It needs to be uh, no longer than 10 minutes or no less than five minutes. It just needs to be, like, right off the bat, Goldberg just needs to fucking spear him. And then, you know, Lesnar just they need to go home, like, two minutes in. It needs to be a, it needs to be a fight, basically. No no long 10, 15-minute match. Uh, Jericho Owens is cool. Um, I, like, I like Jericho, how he reinvents himself, like, every five years and the list and all that. So yeah. I just I just kind of feel sorry for Owens because I've talked about it with Nate before. You know, we're not done here. I see the light at the end of the tunnel, and the light at the end of the tunnel is Rollins Triple H. So Owens, he's basically just taking advantage of the fact that Balor is, is hurt. You know, he's he's kind of a footnote. Um, I keep forgetting that Owens is champion. So he's just kind of there. His 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 Rollins Owens yeah. feud is just it's not really doing anything for anybody. It's not his fault, but um, you know, Owens he's cool, but you know. I don't I think I, they're I doing some. Hmm? No, I was going to say, I think fucking Lesnar's going to be end up fighting uh, Owens at Rumble. And he's going to take the title off of Owens there. Yeah, I see some folks saying, uh, like, who do you think Owens is going to defend the belt against Mania? Like, I, and I could be wrong, and I've been wrong before. And, you know, if I'm wrong, I'll admit that I'm wrong. But I don't see Owens holding on to the title that long. If anybody is going to have a long no. reign, it's, it's AJ. AJ is definitely yeah. holding that belt. Until May, yeah. you know, I don't see that with Owens. Yeah, we were talking on the show the other day, like, now Jericho's finally getting pissed off with Owens, that he's not there to have his back. I was thinking something like Owens be, or uh, Jericho be, like, guest referee in that match in Hell in a Cell or something. You know, something happened going down on Raw and then something like that. Yeah, and give Jericho a match with Owens. You know, I don't know. See, that Survivor Series kind of screws it up. I mean, could they do it at Survivor Series or maybe the December pay-per-view? And I don't know when the fuck Bon Jovi Chris Jericho is going back on tour. Uh, <laughs> fucking, but uh, anyways. But Jericho is you know, so great no matter what. Yeah. So, who, who knows? Yeah. But like I said, I think the end game for freaking Owens is going to be Lesnar at Royal Rumble. And Lesnar's going to win. And then we see what happens. If it's going to be Nakamura... Or it's going to be Samoa Joe finally taking, you know, fucking Lesnar down at WrestleMania. I think that's what's going to happen. So Yeah, and that's the one thing I don't like about the, um, that's the one thing I don't like about the brand split. Because now that we're back to the brand split, and now that we have the two world titles again, then, then that means you can have your, um, 
because because to me like I'm I'm a wrestling purist I'm a wrestling traditionalist and it's like one of the main things I didn't like about the brand split is it devalued the rumble because the whole purpose of the rumble is you win it and then you're supposed and to you get the main event. Title yeah, yeah, and it's like exactly. when you have the brand split so many times, somebody would win the rumble and then they would like somebody would win the rumble and then like some other title match with main event like it's just stupid like so many times and you know i'm I'm not going to go into detail about it but now that we have the brand split again that's most likely what's going to happen like i could easily see like someone from the raw brand like for instance i could totally see bray wyatt like i could see bray wyatt winning the rumble and then challenging whoever the universal champion is like for instance like just just no, this isn't going to happen this is just a sake of argument like say say Finn Balor comes back and then he wins the universal title and then Bray Wyatt wins the rumble and then he challenges Finn Balor. So then you have Bray versus Finn, but then that won't even main event. The WWE title match will be, will be AJ versus whoever, which is cool, but still like if he values the rumble. So yeah, yeah. I I agree. That's, that's what uh, we were talking about uh, a few days ago, like with the whole survivor series thing, you you know, you don't, it's so weird. I, I hate the brand split. It, you know what they, it makes things so difficult. Fans like the brand split because when you have like multiple titles, it gives fan it gives certain guys a shot that would not have had one. Like if it was just one title, like an example is Becky Lynch. Now that there's two women titles, she can be a woman's champion. Because yeah. if it was just one, she wouldn't be champion. Another example is Heath Slater. Heath Slater is like comic relief mid card, but now that you have two tag titles, now he can be champion, too. So, I, I just agree with... Women's tag titles, watch. I, hmm? I'm telling you, they're, they're going to they're gonna make women's tag titles next. It, it's going to be... It, yeah, it, it's insane. I just... Too many titles. They want to do... They wanted to do a women's cruiserweight thing. I saw something the other day. Somebody posted something. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. They're gonna do a women's. They're gonna do a women's tournament thing, like tournament the thing? Yeah. next year. So. Oh, okay, that's, next year. Yeah. But the the cruiserweight on Raw sucks. It's not even good. I don't think so. I don't know what you guys think, but it's just like quick matches. I think it's just to fill time. Uh, hey, you know what uh, I was thinking? You know what they, you know what they could do? You know, what would be kind of awesome. Fucking whoever wins the Royal Rumble, then they like next night on Raw, whatever they invite the person that wins the Royal Rumble. Okay, which title are you going for? Universal title, or WWE title? I want them both. <laughs> I want both. Of them. I'm fighting both of them, triple threat. That's it. Unify that'd be, it. Freaking, that'd be you know. different. That'd be something different. <laughs> I want them all. I want them all. Fuck it. If Big Cass wins the Royal Rumble, Vince would be like, yeah, there we go. He's going for it all, Big Cass. Like put that title Rumble. on the big man. But, yeah, uh, anyway. the Rumble is like my favorite event. But with the the brand split, split it, I'm not that excited for it. Yeah, and another thing. Right, and another thing that kind of fucks out the Rumble is, mm. like, now that you have the brand split, and, and now that I really think about it, this is something that fans haven't even considered because, like, how it was before, like, when the brand split was over, you got 30 slots. So, like, you just put, like, most of your roster in there, a few, you know, debuts, a few returns and stuff. But now that you have the brand split again, it's probably going to be, like, 10 Raw dudes, 10 SmackDown dudes, like, maybe one or two NXT dudes, 
And then there's going to be like you know yeah. your nostalgia returns, you know, like your Godfathers, your Papa Shango. Your so like, TV, so like yeah, your surprise uh, appearances, yeah. Right. So now that we have the brand split again, that means that more people are going to be left out of the Rumble, you know. So it's going to be that much harder yeah. to get on the card. So. I don't know. I already. Hey, Justin, remember I said the other day, you know what's going to be the highlight of the Royal Rumble? The face to face meeting, Nia Jax and Braun Strowman. (laughs) Get that love storyline. Get ready. Uh, Nia Nia Jax will enter the Rumble. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it happening. They'll they'll have one woman enter it, you know? Fucking. I want that face to face with Strowman. Nia did it (laughs) one year. But I'm just saying, I miss, like, like. Survivor Series coming up. I miss the old traditional ones. We talked about this. You know, every match, it was elimination, you know. And now they do it so different. It's aggravating. And now with the brand split, it's even worse. You know, they they used to, it used to always be like four matches that were like four on four. And, you know, elimination style. And now it's just, they're doing three matches, and we don't even know if they're going to have any, like, championship matches. So no, they're they're not going to have one. What, what they'll do is they'll have Goldberg, Lesnar, be Survivor Series to make up for it. To mm. make up for the, like, the main event? No, like, they'll, they'll have that be the drawing power for whatever the title match would be. And then they'll do Team yeah. Raw against Team SmackDown with most likely the champions of both brands yeah. and the captains of the teams, which makes sense. The problem is, yeah. is that AJ and Owens are like both heels, so it's going to be kind of weird. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, but but that's another thing. Like, it, I don't know. It, the, the Royal Rumble used to always be the Royal Rumble was the main event, and now they switch that up. You know, you have the Rumble, and then you have, like, another match, and then a title match. They always switch it up. It, it's so different. And the Rumble is my favorite event, but it's it just, it, they change so many things so many times. I think they'll change it back. I think it'll barely be the last match, because now it's on, like, the network. They'll probably change it up, because you have to worry about time constraints, too, and shit, probably back in the day. You know, back in the day, that's what yeah. they had to worry about. You know, they didn't want to go over time, so I, mean, I think I mean, you know they're I mean, more. They can adjust it more now. But before, when they had the the championship match at the Rumble, whoever won, you knew whoever won the Rumble. That's who you're going against at WrestleMania. You know, yeah, yeah. and now the, with the brand split, it's different. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you really don't know. I mean, are they going to play it if a SmackDown guy wins? Does he go against, you know, go for the, you know, WWE Championship? Or if a Raw guy wins, does he go for, you know, the Universal Championship? Or are they going to do the, you have a choice, wherever? So. And then what makes it more confusing is you have to consider NXT now. And it's like when these NXT dudes show up, they just get a rocket up their ass just right off the get-go. So. There's Absolutely. A good yeah, you know, so there's a good chance an NXT person could show up and win the Rumble, or there's a good chance that an NXT person could debut in the Rumble and then soon after that be on Raw or SmackDown and then still somehow be in the title match, even though they've only been there for like two or three months. Like, I could easily see Nakamura or Joe debuting in January and somehow being in a title match, like, by March, even though with anybody else, that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, 
Well, Nakamura and Joe are, are set to rematch soon, right? Yeah, yeah I think November. Gonna, yeah, they're gonna have a rematch. Like, yeah. So well, what we were talking about is, I think Nakamura is gonna hold that title for a little while, give him a good reign. I think Joe is gonna be like the surprise Royal Rumble guy, just like Sami Zayn was. Or I mean, like yeah, they have a choice. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen is Joe's going to lose, and then after he loses, he's going to debut at the Rumble. And then the choice they're going to have is, and it's, it's tough because, in my opinion, he should be away from Raw. He should be on SmackDown because yeah, if you take him on SmackDown, down. right, because if, if you take him on SmackDown, you got Joe against Cena, Joe against Orton, and then you could do Joe against AJ again. But the appeal of Raw, and this is what I fear, is that if he goes to Raw, then you can do Joe against Reigns. But I feel like if you do Joe against Reigns, as cool as that sounds on paper, that's, you know, and I know we we give Reigns shit all the time, but if you do Joe against Reigns, that's not going to help Reigns because if you have Joe and Reigns on the same roster, then you're basically going to have, like, the Samoan that fans like and then the Samoan that the company wants fans to like, if that makes sense. And that's going to make people hate Roman even more. And I could totally see, like, them doing Reigns versus Joe for the U.S. title, and I don't, I don't think that's good business. I think he should be on SmackDown, but if he's on Raw, yeah. don't be surprised. So, well, I just think like I, I was, we talked about this being Nate. Like, the SmackDown's roster is so weak right now compared to Raw's. I mean, you have more promos and stuff on Raw mm-hmm. than you do SmackDown, and we're saying you have Stephanie and Mick doing promos after promos, and you have Shane and Daniel doing one promo a night together, pretty much. But but the the roster is so weak. So I was telling him that, you know, it, it was cool how they brought Swagger over. Even though he's not being pushed or great talent, he's, you know, they made it, okay, your contract ran out. Okay, we're gonna go. I he just signed with SmackDown. They need to do something to build SmackDown's roster up because it, it's not as strong as Raw's. Even though they have less time, it's not as strong as Raw's. Hey, uh, Justin, I was just thinking uh, <clears throat> about Finn Balor if he makes it back for Royal Rumble time. Let's say if Balor wins. Remember what I was saying the other day too. You know, uh, you know, fucking, he's not going to stay with Raw. He's going to say, well, hey, where were you guys, Stephanie and uh, Foley? I was in the hospital. You didn't call me or nothing. He ends up going to SmackDown to challenge AJ Styles for the title. You know, there we go. So, that I'm could happen. You know. I, I'm yeah. so interested to see what's going on, going to happen with the Sheamus Cesaro thing. Oh, yeah. Well, they'll just have a tag match. They'll probably go get their title shot well, against one, New Day. Well, one, but I'm saying, like, you they know, win. is one going to go another place? Or I mean, they should really have trades. It should be – that can make things cool, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trades for people. But we'll, I don't we'll know. Do Chris, what Here's the shocker of the week. <laughs> the shocker of the week, James Ellsworth's new T-shirt is currently a top-selling item dot com, outranking Goldberg, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins merchandise. So, uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> fucking the, the jobber. Fucking uh, getting a top top billing and shit. I love that super kick that he did on AJ. Fucking AJ sold it great. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> no chin music. David Otunga, definitely MVP on a SmackDown with that call. No chin music. But uh, but anyways, uh, it's a cool moment, um, a moment for uh, James Allsworth. It's cool. You know, I like to see these independent guys get a run. He'll probably get a spot. They'll probably keep him around for, like, he'll get a spot in Royal Rumble. He'll probably disappear in a few weeks and then come back for, like, a Royal Rumble spot or something and then go from there. But it was a cool little moment for him. Was, you know, Ambrose with his comedy act and shit during the whole match was funny on SmackDown. So they're just they're just trying to buy time until Survivor Series because they have no other pay per view event until until then. So um, I don't know if they're gonna do it. They'll probably do a like a rematch. I would think they would do some of Ambrose and AJ on a SmackDown before Survivor Series or something for TV. They'll probably do some kind of title match or something. But uh, I don't know. This whole branch would just like fucks things up, and it just it really shows you how bad the the roster is and shit. It does. And, uh, and, and, and plus, and, like, we're, like we were even saying, there's people we we don't even see anymore. Like Nia Jax hasn't been on Raw in like five weeks. Yeah, to right? play on with superstars, you said. Yeah. So. Yeah, she was on yeah. superstars. That's, that's, that's what's going on with Vince is that um, when they do those takeover things, uh, uh, Aaron's been getting me into them sometimes. But when they uh. When right before they do a takeover, they do those little conference calls and they discuss, um, you know, like business stock, like actual like business stuff. And then sometimes they have people on the calls and they ask them questions and stuff. And uh, the last one they did, what was the last takeover? Um, the one before SummerSlam, I forgot what it was called. Uh, Brooklyn, yeah, takeover Brooklyn too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they did the takeover, what, what Triple H said was um, they asked someone asked Triple H why was the brand split returning, and what Triple H said that in a nutshell, what made the brand split fail before was that they ran out of guys because when they first did the brand split, they did it because if you remember, it was in 2002. And it was like they had WCW guys, they had ECW guys, they had their own guys, they had like guys in developmental. So the 2002 roster was just stacked. They had so many guys, and they didn't know what to do with them. So the brand split concept made sense at the time. And then you know, as they as they went from as they progressed from like 2002 to like 03, 04, 05, it worked because they were still building up talent. But then Triple H said, but by the time it was like 2006, 2007, what happened was. Pretty much everybody that had been called up had been called up, and all the stars from WCW, ECW had pretty much been cultivated into whoever they were going to be. So it was like by 2008, the split had kind of peaked. There was really like nowhere to go. You know, there was, there was no one left to call up, if that makes sense. So Triple H says that with NXT, now they have like a breeding ground to send people, and then when they're ready, they can be sent to Raw or SmackDown. And because of how NXT works there's always going to be people going there, you know, from Ring of Honor or New Japan or, you know, anywhere. So mm. they think they think that NXT is basically going to produce an infinite amount of talents, if that makes sense, to keep the brand split going. And that works on paper. Like, on paper, that sounds like a good idea. The problem is, is that all the cool guys from NXT, they're still down there. Like Rude, Aries, Nakamura, Joe. Like, so, like, what they're saying it sounds like, like if you can think about the roster like a year or two years from now, it's probably going to be great once they're all on the main roster. But the problem is you got to wait until then. Yeah. You know, it's almost it's almost like it's almost like planting a tree. 
and then you water it, and you're like, oh, man, this it's a small branch now, but, like, give it, like, three, four years. It'll be the biggest tree here. Like, okay, but, like, what do you do in the meantime, though? So it's like a waiting game, kind of. You're just kind of waiting until shit gets cool. So I think the roster is going to be really cool uh, this time next year because this time next year, uh, Nakamura, Joe, Rude, Aries, all those dudes are going to be, like, on Raw and SmackDown. So I'm, that's going to really, like, revise my interest. But until then, I'm just kind of like – I'm just sitting here. Like, I've already talked to Nate about it. I'm just waiting for yeah. Joe. I'm waiting for yeah, Joe exactly. to just show up and kill people. So. <laughs> <laughs> Killing people and shit. And then Asuka uh, uh, and shit, when she comes to the main ride, right. it's over. Oscar's going to merge everything, dude. She's going to be the next <laughs> champion. We're all in women. She's going to have like three belts. She's going to be like Cena <laughs> Ultimo Dragon, dude. She's going to be Ultimo Dragon. Yeah, like fucking five, six different kind of belts and shit. And shit. <laughs> I like that back in the day, like like I always say, like Mike Tyson, he had all the fucking belts around walking in the ring. It's a motherfucking badass, but that's gonna be Asuka when she comes up to the main roster. But uh, yeah, I know that's gonna yeah like next year, but you just can't sit on your hands wait until like next year. You know that's why I'm like I'm not like totally invested in like all these events that are coming. Like Survivor Series is gonna be cool, and I think Royal Rumble will be cool, but like these in between events, I really don't give a shit. Like Hell in a Cell, I really don't give a shit about. It's like eh, who cares. You know, the women are going to fight, you know, whatever. We'll see what happens. Maybe Nia Jack does what I said. She's going to rip the fucking door off and, uh, you know, show up or pop up through the ring or some shit. she got to do something, I think, at uh, Hell in a Cell since she's been off, like, you know, main TV. So, you know, last, but, uh, time, last, time, last time they did the brand splits, they used to have the pay-per-view, it was bragging rights, you know? And that's when you had your SmackDown versus Raw. You know they never cool? took advantage of that pay-per-view either. They never took advantage of it. That's stupid. No. Mm. But, you, but you know what would be cool is if for a Survivor Series, instead of doing SmackDown versus Raw, Raw has a captain, SmackDown has a captain, and you can pick from each brand and make your own team. Yeah, there we go. Like fucking. <laughs> well, there are some reports going along. Um, none of these reports are confirmed yet. Uh, two, there's two reports. One of them, there's no source. The other source is from Meltzer, so take it for a grain of salt. Uh, oh, Meltzer, Meltzer claims that the winning team will be able to choose three talents from the other roster and bring them over to their show. So unconfirmed as mm-hmm. of yet. If that's true, then that pretty much all but confirms SmackDown's winning, which is clearly yeah, SmackDown more. <laughs> it, you can't take any more talent away from SmackDown. <laughs> from the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk about yeah, Night of the, Jobbers they're going to have on SmackDown. Yeah, Especially other, Cena's going to be gone for a while and shit. Yeah, the other rumor yeah. is, and this is the one that I think would actually, it makes me feel a little bit more comfortable, but, and this one has an unknown source. There's no confirmation. It's just a just a rumor. But this one Vic is Venom. that, is that the, <laughs> this one is that um, the winning team, <clears throat> that team, that brand's title, Main Events Mania, which I like. Because okay. that... Yeah, because yeah. one of the big issues with the brand split cool. was, uh, was uh, you know, at Mania, Two it titles. was like one title with, with main event, like the WWE title main event over the World Heavyweight Championship like 90% of the time. And it kind of made SmackDown come off as the B-Show. So if you actually have a match between two brands where the winning brand says, okay, come hell to high water, regardless of what happens, the person, the brand that wins this match, they mean a bit mania, like, period. Like, I don't care if fucking Jesus Christ versus Satan could happen, but this title's still main eventing. You know? So I like that idea. I hope that's true, but there's no yeah. source. Yeah. That's, almost, that's almost like the all-star game in baseball. You know, whoever wins it, 
uh, home field for the World yeah, Series. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. I, I, I dig it. Like, is it, uh, they, they did that when when they first. We were questioning that when they first did the Universal title, when they were going for that title, we didn't know. We were when was that SummerSlam when they did that? Mm-hmm. SummerSlam. It was. Yeah, it was SummerSlam. Yeah, we were wondering who was going to be the main event. Was it going to be the, you know, Ambrose, or was it going to be, you know, the Owens thing or whatever? So, I mean, I like that. That, That's not a bad idea. I'm just hoping for, well, they ain't going to do it, but, I mean, for Survivor Series 5-on-5, man, fucking bring fucking war games. Do the war games concept, but they ain't gonna do that. Supposedly, you know, they, Triple H is like he's fighting really hard for it. So, he's, fi- yeah. he's fighting. Yeah, Come on, you, ego. Know, you, you know how I feel about it, man. That shit's not happening until Vince dies. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, like my only complaint the war games thing was the fucking top of the cage is so fucking low. But other than that, yeah. it's a cool concept. Yeah. You know, <laughs> do a I'm back body bro and the guy's in the fucking top of the seat field. Oh, there you go. I, mean, okay. I, I think Sid almost killed somebody one time. Yeah, I still have Oh, my God. Oh, my Yeah. Holy shit. I remember Sid did a fucking thing. Like, damn. It, it, but, uh, it's so anyway. weird to me that Triple, that Triple H hasn't even showed up after his, uh, We're alive, you know, attack on Rollins. But Sid. I guess they're just probably building it up. You know, a little oh, gap. Yeah. I'll give him credit, uh, man. I like. I don't. I don't care too much about him as a performer, but like as a businessman, he clearly knows what he's doing. You know, CWC. Uh, he's trying to bring back war games. Yeah. He's going to have a women's tournament. So it's like, I, I respect him, but at the same time, like I feel sorry for him because it's like all this cool shit he's doing, like, like the network specials and NXT. Like it's all cool and shit, but it's like as soon as they get caught up to the main roster, it all goes to shit. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's yeah. like yeah. fuck. Vince McMahon's cock blocking every every good idea or something. So yeah, I'm just Anyways. wondering when he's going to show up again. I don't know if it's going to be Hell in a Cell. Like yeah, you I know, think Survivor he's Series. Like, he's gonna he's gonna do something. Since he threw Rollins over, he he showed up for that one like ten second limousine appearance. Yeah. Up, you know, so it it it's weird to me, but I get it. Like they're building the bridge and the gap. I, well, it's you cool. It's cool game. because it's cool as well because WWE over relies on authority figures. So by removing himself from TV, it'll make it that much more special when he does show up. Because when you see Stephanie yeah. McFoley every week, no one gives a shit. Whereas as you just said with SmackDown, you might see Brian or Shane like once. In fact, yeah, most of the, most of, most of the time saying. it's Brian. Yeah. You know, so hundred percent. I agree. I I just it's just end games like we said we all agree right it's going to be Rollins and uh, Triple H at some point yeah yeah, yeah. you know Rollins is still when when he is with Stephanie he talks about Triple H screwing him over so you know it's going to happen I just I just thought you know from past experiences with wrestling it was just the night after he showed up. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. would have involved. Yeah, he would have, and I think they probably learned from that. That's why. That's probably why he's not. Because when he screwed over Brian and when he screwed over Roman, it was always like the very next week there he was, and no one gave a shit. So now it's like he's yeah. taking a different route to it. But which I is kind of cool, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I, it's just it's pushing it. It's giving anticipation for that match. 
You know, I think, Nick, uh, you told me you were a fan of these guys, but I think the ones that I feel sorry for the most, uh, meaning like when they get caught up to the main roster, like I know it's not going to fucking work because of booking, is uh, those Revival dudes. I think you told me you like yeah. them. Yeah, I like how uh, they work as a team, you know, like yeah, a little yeah. tag team. You know? Yeah, yeah, I feel like when they get caught up to the main roster, Vince is going to fucking like just completely fuck them over. I just got a gut feeling. So. Yeah, I hope not. Because I think it's put the revival against like the Austin. Usos, the way the, the way those guys are fucking acting now, the Usos and the revival. I think that'd be a good tag match to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I like how they work together as a team. The heel tactics, you know, they move from behind the ref and they drag the guy over, and you know, they work good as a team and shit like that. They're almost and the Usos are like fucking starting to act like that too. So yeah, they'll probably fuck them over. I mean, they remind me of like Arn Anderson and uh, Tolly Blanchard, like Brainbusters. That's what I always think. That's what they remind me of. Like that Chris, what do you think back about the Kurt, Chris, what do you think about the Kurt Hawkins thing? Oh, God. Um, basically, um, <laughs> when, Shelton Benjamin, when Shelton Benjamin got hurt, like, it, that really fucked him over. Um, Shelton Benjamin was, was they were going to, what was going to happen was, they were going to focus, like, their upper mid card around Shelton. And when he got hurt, um, it fucked him over really bad because, um, the pro- the sm- you were talking about the SmackDown roster. The SmackDown roster is fine. The problem with the weakness of the SmackDown roster is there is not a single person on the roster that screams that guy could do something with the Intercontinental title. You've seen Miz and Ziggler be IC champions several times. Apollo Crews is not really working. Baron Corbin's just hit or miss. Kalisto's hurt. Bray Wyatt is losing too much. I mean, sure, Luke Harper sounds cool. Cena has never won the title for whatever reason. Orton thinks he's above it. Ambrose has already been Intercontinental Champion. So, like, there's no one on that roster that could really do something with the Intercontinental belt. Now, to the Miz's credit, he made it important, but I don't think he raised the prestige of it, but he was a good champion. So, when they when they got Shelton, they wanted him to be the focus of it, and then eventually you could do, you know, just Shelton Miz, Shelton Ziggler, Shelton Apollo, whatever, and then he got hurt. So then after Shelton got hurt, what happened was they went into panic mode and they started contacting, like, former WWE guys, and most of them turned them down. Like, I know MVP turned them down. Uh, I've heard that they've, they've made offers to Carlito a few times, and he was like, no. Um, and basically one of the few guys that got back at WWE was Kurt Hawkins. And it's not that Kurt Hawkins is a bad talent. It's just that it just seems kind of underwhelming, you know, like of all the folks that could have, you could have got to bring in is, is Kurt Hawkins. And then what makes it weird is you're bringing in Kurt Hawkins when Zack Ryder is with fucking Mojo. So it's like, uh, you know, so like fans of the Ruthless Aggression era, they're going to remember like Ryder and Hawkins, and they're going to look at Mojo like, who the fuck is this guy? So who were they? Weren't they like bodyguards for someone or something? Yeah, yeah, for Edge. Yeah, for they were the Edge heads or something. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What makes it worse is Hawkins, his style and like the way he dresses is very similar to AJ as well. So, um, I mean, props to Hawkins for getting on TV. I mean, that's cool. But uh, uh, I don't think he's going to be. I don't don't think he's going to move the needle going forward. It is what it is, but. SmackDown, their mid card just their mid card is just ass. You know that's the that's the main weakness of the show. Like I know Raw's yeah. fucking boring. Like I know Raw's boring, but like at least Raw has a decent mid card. Like for instance, Roman, he's the U.S. champion right now. You can have a lot of good matches of Roman. You can do Roman Rusev. You could do Roman against Zayn. There's a good underdog story. There's a legit excuse to boo Roman. You know you could do Roman against Big E. You could do Roman against Cesaro. Roman against Sheamus. Like there's a lot of good. 
like upper mid card matches you can do on Raw, but then when you think about SmackDown, it's kind of like uh, nothing. Yeah, it's no like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not even just that. I think that like not. I'm not even saying like. Yeah, I'm saying that the Raw roster is stronger, but if you look at the division, the tag team roster is stronger on Raw than SmackDown. I mean, you have Enzo and Cass and The New Day. I mean, what's your biggest tag teams on SmackDown? You know, is Mm -hmm. Rhino and uh, whatever, Heath, you know, they're the champions. It's so different. The women's division, way stronger on Raw than SmackDown. I actually prefer the SmackDown women's division. That's just me, though. You think the SmackDown division is better for women? Yeah, only because Raw is basically just the horsewoman. Nobody else. Yeah. I don't know. The tag team is definitely stronger on Raw. Oh, yeah. I'll give you the tag teams. American Alpha is on SmackDown, but they're just... I don't know. I think think they're waiting for, like, Angle to come or Benjamin to come. I think somehow they're going to form, like, a faction or a team. Well, if that's true, then it's like what Nate said, waiting game. You gotta wait for Shelton to heal up, and you gotta wait for. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know what they're waiting for with Angle. He's been ready for like a year now. So. Yeah. I think it's the Angle. Benjamin well, waiting game when he gets back. Was, something. was like healthy, and then he got hurt. Right? Didn't you right, say right, that? Right. Right. Supposedly he's already right. Supposedly he's already had his surgery, and now he's currently on a. He's uh, he posted a picture on Instagram. Like I think it was like two weeks ago. He's healed up yeah. enough now where he can start rehabilitating. And normally rehabilitation is like you know two three months. So if things go well, okay. we could we could see him like make a surprise Rumble? appearance at, at Rumble. That would be cool, you know. So yeah. you know maybe we're just waiting. You know, it's maybe maybe they're just doing a waiting game. You know, that sounds cool though. American Alpha Shelton. Angle, I don't know what you would call it. I guess American Alpha is plural. I don't know. <laughs> That's perfect. That's the perfect name, American Alpha. Like, all four of them. It, it's been, we were talking about this the other day. There, there, there hasn't been a faction in a long time. I mean, besides the Wyatt family. There, there right. really hasn't. Well, there you go. There's your match right there. You could do the Wyatt family against American Alphas. That would be sick. There's a WrestleMania match. Good. Yeah, Harper, yeah. Harper, Roland, uh, uh, Wyatt, uh, Gable, Jordan, Shelton, and have Angle like be in their corner. There's there's a mania match. See, yeah. we just yeah. thought about a match we'd even think about. That'd be cool. Yeah, Dewey, you know, Dewey listening? <laughs> Dewey, Dewey, <laughs> is he listening? But anyway, hey, you know, I was just thinking. You know, you know what they could have, you know what they could have did with the. You know what they could have did with the brand split? I was thinking instead of like, uh, you know, it'd be kind of cool if they did. Um, split like the championship belts on on each show. Just have like tag team, like the women and the US title on one show. And then the other show would be I C title, world title and cruiserweights. And I think if they did something like that that would have been better, you know. I don't know. Because it's it's i hate multiple titles, two you know, tag champions and shit like I'm that. You, if they, if, if, if I, would, I think that would have been something different. The SmackDown's roster stays shitty <clears throat> you should do lucha on SmackDown. Yeah, for the cruiserweights. What the fuck? I can't watch these fucking bums anymore. These, these guys suck. <laughs> he's, he's losing. He's losing. <laughs> no, I'm watching the Blackhawks fucking Toronto game. They stink. They're doing the whole cruiserweight <laughs> I watch the Cubs. And Raw. It, it's horrible. Hey, hey, man, true story, true story. This is going to be funny. I think Nate will like this. This is fucking great. Uh, 
there is a one time. Where was I, man? This was like two years ago. Somebody was playing. Oh, I know who. Uh, it was. It was like um, the Hawks were playing. In oh, Atlanta NBA. Hawks. I think yeah, I remember you said something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Hawks were playing somebody, and I, I don't give a fuck about basketball. But I was somewhere, and I was in. The, I was at the mall, at where I live, and one of my friends was. He was getting a job interview, and when he was wearing a job interview, he had on. Uh, he was he was dressed really nice, and uh, he had like a Hawks armband underneath his suit, so he covered it up. He went in there and he had the interview. Uh, the interview didn't go well. He didn't get the job. So he came out and he was pissed and stuff. So he took out he took off his jacket and when he took off his jacket, you could see the armband. Now while this was going on, the Hawks were like playing a game and I think they were getting their asses handed to him. It was like 100 to 70. It wasn't close or whatever. But anyway, so he had he had the Hawks band thing on and when he when he told me he didn't he didn't do well in the interview. He pounded a table really hard, like damn it, you know, like he kept he, he kept pounding a table. And so then some random passerby who had no idea who he was, he simply looked at the score of the Hawks game and then he saw the Hawks band and he just patted him on the back and he was like, "Don't worry, they'll win." <laughs> I was like, "Because <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, yeah, don't worry." It was like fucking my sister when the uh, Broncos were playing the 49ers in the Super Bowl. It was like. 44 to 10 or something at halftime, whatever the fuck it was. Oh, don't worry. They still got a chance to come back. I'm like, yeah, right. The fucking game's over. <laughs> like, fuck that. Right I'm like 30 points at halftime. All right, See, it's over. Thing, See, I couldn't be into football because, like, at least with, um, with fucking basketball and baseball, it's like, you know, it can, it can potentially go to Game Seven. Super Bowl is just one fucking game. It's so one and nine, yeah. I, yeah, I can see, I can see the rage. Anytime I see like rage in basketball or baseball, I'm like, you're overreacting. But football, I think any rage for football is like fucking justified because it's just one game. It's so, one game. That's <laughs> too much. I mean, unless it's a Game Seven, and then the fucking wrestler making these bad calls, and yeah. got to fix this in. <laughs> Oh, fucking CM Punk. Is this how it's going to go? Is it fixed in? <laughs> CM Punk. That's what's going to happen. I'm waiting for CM Punk to show up at Royal Rumble. He's going to win. He's going to wear a mask. And he's going to win. Do I get my main event shot now, man? <laughs> you owe me one. No, you owe me two. You owe me three. I'm going to fucking you owe me. Oh, fucking A. Uh, I don't know. Um, Chris, any updates on what's going on with TNA? Well, I was talking about a little bit. I, I guess they're filing for bankruptcy and... I guess they were selling some of their uh, video library to some TV network or something to uh, man, some of their the old stuff. Man, the TNA situation is more fucking convoluted than the DC timeline fucking reboots every five years. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, something about <laughs> Billy Corgan following a lawsuit on Dick Yeah, Carter. that too. Yep. Yeah, that sounds pretty bad. Uh, there's like a restraining order. It's it's going back and forth. It's 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 a fucking, fucking episode of cops over there. <laughs> it's 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 crazy. It's 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 crazy. But as far as I know, like there's some kind of lawsuit, and the way it's going right now, it's like whatever decision they make, it goes through Billy now. So really, really, what it really comes down to is Dixie Carter's a fucking idiot. She just she won't leave. She's like a she's like a bad one night stand that won't go away. If she just left, like, if she just left and did what she was supposed to do, all this shit would end. But for whatever reason, she's just, she's like that nagging grandma that won't, or mother-in-law that won't go away. So, yeah. I don't know. Someone's going to uh, do something to her soon. You know, she's not on the Clinton death list, so she is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, she, this is definitely the problem. She, just, just throwing a towel, it's over, you know, but... uh I don't know. Maybe she's just wondering, what am I going to do? What am I going to fall back on if I don't have my wrestling thing? I don't know. 
Open up a boutique store or something. I don't know. Sell some arts and crafts. Do something. <laughs> some music or something. I don't know. Fuck. They fucking. I. I feel. I don't feel bad for uh, teen, her and shit like that. But I feel bad for like the wrestlers. Billy Billy already has the right idea. He's got everything planned out and you know, mm. he thinks that he thinks the TNA name is is uh, is too damaged, which I would agree with. And if it was yeah. him, he said he would completely rebrand it, uh make a new company, rebrand it. Pop TV's already on board, the roster is already on board, uh, everybody at the roster wants Billy to be in control. Uh he's confident that he could sign like ninety percent of the roster. So this this shit is not over because all they've done is like a mysterious like unknown third party source has given them enough tapings money for tapings for the rest of the year. So when 2016 ends and we go to 2017, this shit's gonna start all over again. So I just I just think Dixie should just just fucking let it go and just let fucking Billy take it over. You know the only thing that Dixie has really contributed, the only real positive she's done because people some some there are some there's not many. But there are some Dixie defenders out there. You know, people are saying that because of Dixie, guys like AJ Styles and Joe and so many other folks we see today, they got an opportunity. And to that, I say bullshit. There's always some other company. They would have, if AJ, Joe, if those guys were not in TNA, they would have been a Ring of Honor or New mm-hmm. Japan or mm-hmm. SCW. They, they, they would have been somewhere else. The only thing that Dixie has really done is she's paid for everything. That's about it. Doesn't mean she's a good business woman so i think what it really just comes down to is i think she realizes that if she lets go then it's pretty much an acknowledgement that she's the problem i think she's just too proud to admit that so but yeah man, she should just fucking go but i'm hearing stories about them filing for bankruptcy or, or something who knows how yeah true. but uh it's it's a fucking mess i mean i'm not too familiar with billy corgan i'm not too familiar with the smashing pumpkins but just from what i'm seeing from what i'm reading he apparently has a lot of money, and yeah. he, and he has faith in the product, and you know he has he has experience with running a wrestling promotion, and from what I understand, he was the one that fought for uh, broken Matt Hardy. Like the whole idea was um, when the idea of broken Matt, like the final deletion and all that stuff was proposed. Basically, Dixie was like, "This is stupid," and Billy was like, "No, this could work. You know, it's different." You know, Billy fought for it. Uh, that whole episodic thing they've been doing with Broken Matt, like the Hardy Compound segments and shit, like that's all Billy. He all paid for it. So I'm like, wow, like this dude's going the extra mile. Like he's paying. It's not like he's borrowing money. Like he's taking money out of his own pocket to pay for the shit. So it's mm. like this this dude clearly gives a fuck about, you know, the product. So it's yeah, like, yeah. Just, just go ahead and let him take TNA then. I don't know. Dixie's <laughs> just fucking stupid. You know, she's like that one person... It's like when you're. It's like that one friend you have in high school where you guys agree to borrow a DVD or borrow a game. It's like that one friend that lets you borrow it for a day. It's like, dude, like let me have let me have it for a few days or, or a week or something. You know, like that's who Dixie is. She's I don't know. She's just fucking weird. Yeah, I think they just go through the whole bankruptcy and whatever, and then after Billy Corgan, whatever, whoever's left, he ends up buying it. I mean, I guess I think I think that's the problem too is it, Corgan doesn't want to be responsible for the debts and stuff too. So there's a lot of legal mumbo jumbo and shit. I think once they clear bankruptcy, whatever, and then I think <clears throat> Corgan will take over. But yeah, Dixie needs to just drop out, and then that's it. What happened? No home run? Jeez, Cubs, man, they're lighting it up. Well, at least some team in Chicago can do something. Um, oh, I think Justin dropped off. 
Um, but anyways, um, <clears throat> any other topic you want to talk about? Um, the, oh, the the total Bella thing I wanted to bring up really too. Yeah, I, I give this guy shit all the time, John Cena, but way to go, seventy two pages for Nikki Bella to live in that house, whatever. So uh, yeah, way to go, Cena. He knows he knows what's up. He ain't getting his shit pushed in by any lawyers or anything. <laughs> he ain't getting fucked over. Um, yeah, because I see the end of the line with her. Once she gets that ring on her finger, she's gonna fuck over Cena. I I don't trust I don't trust Nikki Bella. I don't know why. I don't trust. She's a snake in the grass. Yeah, JGB uh, always said, if you want to see Heel Cena, watch Total Divas. There it is. So. There we go. Heel Cena and Total Divas. It's true. Someone made a game. Someone made a thing, uh, uh, 2K17. Uh, Nikki Bella finds out Cena was cheating on her, so she kicked his ass. And it was like a match. They had like a flaming table. They're fighting backstage. Cena got busted <laughs> open and shit. I'm like, wow. Pretty good. It was like 14 minutes. But, uh, yeah, definitely. Fuck it. I know. It, it is kind of weird. You watch Cena on WWE. He's got Make-A-Wish, Susan G. Coleman, he's a nice guy, and then you watch fucking thing, and I'm like, man, this guy's playing a fucking heel. I said, man, beat this guy on WWE, bring on Raw, man, fucking heel Cena. He's awesome on uh, Total Bellas. He's a fucking straight-up heel. Uh, but, uh, anyway, um, yeah, anything else you wanted to talk about? What's oh, going on with uh, Ring of Honor or anything, or uh, Lucha Underground, anything good going on there? No, no, just the usual stuff, um. Lucha on the ground is like in season three, I think. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't read spoilers. Uh-huh. So I, I can't, uh, I don't know what, I don't know what's going to happen towards the end. I'd like to be surprised. So, but the product is going as, as normal as Lucha on the ground. Um, <clears throat> I know they're still trying to get Prince Puma, AKA Ricochet. They're trying to get John Morrison again, but <clears throat> the way it's set up, Lucha on the ground is a TV show. It's not a promotion. So all mm-hmm. of their stuff on TV needs to air first before, they could appear on TV for another promotion. So um, I don't know what's going on with Ring of Honor. I know Adam Cole is the world champion. So I know Jay Lethal is still there for, for some reason. There's, like, nothing left for him to do. Um, I know the Young Bucks are the tag champions. You know, you saw a lot of war, so that was cool. Um, I'm, I'm just kind of waiting for Omega and Okada at Wrestle Kingdom 11 next year. So that's what I'm waiting for. And uh, JCD claims that he's – talked to some sources and they say that Omega is NXT bound and that they'll do Nakamura against Omega at the uh, takeover before Mania but I mean he already has a match against Okada so that means one of two things will happen Okada will just beat him or he'll beat Okada and there'll be like a really short transitional run before he drops the belt which you know sounds cool so but things are, are pretty quiet overall most of the major shows have passed already um, I got to get back on what's going on. I, I do know Cody Rhodes at some point, he's going to he's gonna go to Ring of Honor. Because so, he has that, that list of his where he's yeah, marking yeah. guys. And, marking guys off of Honor. Right. He wants to wrestle Shibata, I believe. And Shibata, he uh, he wrestles uh, for Ring of Honor through New Japan because they have like their... Uh, their tr- their town exchange thing, which is which is pretty cool. So the only real thing I gotta say about Ring of Honor is uh, the 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 town exchange thing is cool and all, but it's clearly benefited New Japan more than Ring of Honor. That's kind of like Ring of Honor is just, just it's kind of been a little quiet this year because if you just look at their card, if you look at their posters, they're kind of going through the same thing TNA went through in like 2010 when um when Hogan and Bischoff came over. And it was like all of a sudden you saw like the Nasty Boys and 
Hall and Nash and Waltman and Mr. Kennedy and, and Jeff Hardy and RVD, and then you would see, like, the TNA originals, like, kind of in the background. That's what's going on with, with Ring of Honor. It's like, for the past year, it's mainly just been the New Japan guys or, like, the Ring of Honor dudes are just kind of in the background. Um, New Japan has clearly gotten the better rub of the deal, all, you know, so Ring of Honor needs to kind of chill out on that and rely on their own guys. So it's, it doesn't really help because you look at guys like Adam Cole and Jay Lethal and even guys like Michael Elgin, and you know it's just a matter of time before, like, WWE comes calling. They would love to yeah. have Cole and Lethal. Cole in particular, uh, they could really use Cole because he's, he's very young. He's like, I think... Yeah, that guy that fought with Strowman, I thought it was a job. I was like, is that Cole from Regal Honor? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looked he like looks, him. He, like, what the he fuck? He looked like him. So, <laughs> like, yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Bruh. I think I think I think like they got Elgin signed for like two more years, but I don't know what Cole or Lethal status is. I know those are like the main two guys WWE wants. Yeah, so. I know, especially yeah, Lethal, definitely Jay Lethal will be a rolling big boost for it. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Omega Kenny Omega's gonna be great, you know. Like uh, looking at the whole thing with a miss. <laughs> Could have been you oh, and me. I just know I if Omega and Ziggler are like on the same like segment I'm gonna fucking lose it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that shit too with uh, the the new day and the young bucks. You know, that that's gonna be great too if the, <laughs> if the young bucks come along with the new day. Uh, yeah, that, that should that should yeah, be great. Yeah, we're in agreement. There's a lot of fans during the now about it saying the young bucks won't will never show up. And Triple H isn't stupid. There's too much money to be asked. Yeah, there's too much money. <laughs> Come on, that's just fucking so, great. At, at the very minimum, if the young bucks <laughs> don't sign a deal, I could easily see them just doing a one night appearance, just like they did with uh, that one time when Tyler Breeze fought Chushin Thunder Liger. That one, that one. Yeah, or something over. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I a couple easily, match deal or something. Almost kind of like yeah. a Lesnar deal. A couple matches here and there. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe not like WWE. I, maybe not in WWE, but I could easily see like the New Day coming to NXT and they like do like a one night only thing, like Omega. Oh yeah, yeah. Bucks against that, the New Day. That would totally. That'd work. be cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool on the network or some shit like that. That'd be fucking definitely hilarious. Um, too much money to be. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about uh, TNA. It's one little quick thing too. I mean, I think I I, I think I agree with a lot of people. I said when when Hogan Bischoff came into TNA, it was basically the beginning of the death of TNA. I, I have to agree. I don't know why. I think I really got them in that Because they, were, they weren't really having like a lot of money issues before that. It they, like never, recovered. They, never, they never really recovered from uh, yeah. from, from that. Uh, it wasn't all bad. There was no, a, it was a, a good few, shit on there. Yeah, there, yeah. Was a, there was a few good things that came from that, uh, just to name a few. Um, <clears throat> when they did the Best of Seven series of Beer Money and Emergency the Machine Guns, that was cool. Um, when they did the Douglas Williams anti X division reign when he was the X division champion and he wasn't doing any of the high flying moves, that was cool. Uh, the best thing they did was the uh, Austin Aries option C thing. That was great. Uh, the Bobby Roode heel run that was great. Even though it wasn't what they had in mind, it it just turned out to be that way. But everything I just said was like from 2010 to 2012, and pretty much yeah. after that it was just. They never really recovered. I remember, like, when they when Hogan and Bischoff came in, like, towards the end of 2009, TNA's product was, it was okay. Like, sure, like, their ratings weren't anything special, but they were okay. Like, they had guys like AJ, like, the guys like AJ, Daniels, and Joe that were their X Division guys, by, like, 2009, they had transitioned to, like, the main event dudes. Uh, they had, like, new dudes like the Pope, and Desmond Wolf, a.k.a. Nigel McGinnis, 
They had tag teams like Beer Money, the most of the machine guns, the British Invasion. Their knockout division was still stacked. They still had, like, Victoria. Uh, Mickey joined later. They had, like, Awesome Kong. You know, like, in late 2009, like, they were they were okay. Like, they were okay. Like, if they kept going at that pace, they would have eventually, you know, <clears throat> made a few dents. But it was like when Hogan came in, it was just, just a complete systematic destruction. Like they got rid of the six hat ring. They made it four sides. They they completely like prevented the push of Daniels and Joe and Pope and Nigel and they started pushing guys like Jeff Hardy, uh, Mr. Anderson, uh R V D. That pissed a lot of people off. Um mm. that Bubba the Love Sponge guy was there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I forgot this this chick. There was there was some chick they brought in. It was this big chick. I can't think of her name, and she was hurting all the knockouts. Like she hurt Daphne. There was like a really big lawsuit about it. Um, uh, the I remember the Nasty Boys showed up and Hall and Nash and were like uh, tag champions. Uh, it was just bad. Like they never recovered from that. And I remember the one thing that was like the death blow. I don't know if you remember this or not. It was actually like a YouTube video, and it got took off. It was, uh, it was like where um, TNA producers that came out to basically inform the fans that they should cheer and boo certain people because Chris Daniels was like in a feud with Val Venus, and Val Venus went over him, and like as a fan, as a way of protest, the fans actually stood up and turned their back to it, and like the producers were basically saying, "We need you to cheer Val Venus," and the fans were like, "Fuck off." You know? Oh, wow. no, I didn't hear about that. Wow. Damn. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know yeah, Val Venus was what TNA. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. But there was a lot of shit that just, they never really recovered from them. I mean, but at, at the same time, when Hogan was there, it did give, it, it just Hogan's presence being there, it allowed yeah. work, it allowed them to work like more venues that they couldn't work before. But the yeah. biggest thing that Hogan did was like the whole time he was there, he fucking never advertised TNA. I remember having like, I remember seeing him, like, on several shows and different, like, radio stuff, and, like, he wouldn't even plug TNA. It was just, you know? I haven't sent him there. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to send you to kill it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just like I sent you to WCW and the NWO to kill it. Kill the product. (laughs) I'm going to kill it. But uh, anyways, uh, yeah, last thing. um, Oh, my God. <clears throat> Page proposing to Del Rio, I I I think it's gonna be a, a tragedy in a couple of years. I don't know. I feel bad for Page, but I I hope that WWE you know does the right thing and cover. If she needs neck surgery and stuff like that, they they cover it and stuff. And I think she's pretty much done with WWE, but I hope they help her out with the neck surgery and shit. But I I just worry about Page. I don't know something about her and Del Rio. It might end up being a, a tragedy. We might get, you know, I don't even want to say Benoit and shit situation again, but no, nah, man. What you're gonna end up with is you're gonna have is, Adams. You're gonna have Adams Family Part Three. Gomez, Martish. That's what you're gonna get. Oh uh, yeah, I wasn't really a Go- Adams Family fan. Uh, the old TV show I used to watch, but not like the movies <laughs> and shit. But yeah, maybe I. I don't know. It, it, it doesn't look good. Uh, I just feel bad. She's so young too. You know, still got more years, but you know, she she fucked herself over. You know, whatever happened, happened. Clearly, and, but clearly you were saying too, you were saying too that like basically people were gonna get fed up with her character the way she was, what was happening when we're in WWE. From the very anyway. beginning, from the very beginning, I was never convinced she was gonna be anything. I, I always thought yeah. well, it's the same, the same beef I have of her, 
it's the same beef I have with Shane right? and Randy Orton. And, you know, like, when you debut and you're, like, fucking champion in your first match, there's nowhere to go but down. They, yeah, exactly. They, she was a multi-time champion. She was face. She was heel. She was basically the female Sheamus to me. She was very overexposed. She did everything she could do, and, and she's, like, not even 25 or 26 or however the fuck old she is. And it's like... Not even two years in, you're already tired of her. Uh, what another reason why I never thought she was going to be anything is because she hadn't been humbled. Because like from day one when she showed up, she just kind of had like this hot shit attitude, like she was the shit. Like I was kind of like, I was kind of like, dude, like you fucking just they gave you the fucking belt like off your first fucking match. Like you didn't even mm. have to go through the, the humbling, scratching and clawing like some of the other chicks did. It seemed like she didn't really seem appreciative towards it. And then a lot of times on social media she would just post dumb stuff all the fucking time. And just she just rubbed me the wrong way. Just from the very beginning, yeah. like, I was not convinced that she was going to be worth a shit. And I remember having a conversation with JCD and many others, and a lot of fans were just, I don't know what it was, a lot of fans just defended Paige as if, like, Paige was their fucking girlfriend. A lot of fans would just be like, oh, don't worry. She'll come around. Don't worry. She's young. Don't worry. Like, you know, she'll, she'll realize her, her ways. And I was just kind of like, I don't see it. I never saw yeah. it, and then it just happened. And so now it's like those same folks that defended Paige, they're just either, like, not saying shit or they're just kind of dismissing the fact that they defended her when they did. So it's just like whatever, you know. Um, she's just, she's just, you know, I, I don't really have much else to say, really. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, you, I mean, you're totally correct about, like, first night comes in and wins the title. Basically, she starts way at the top, and you know, that's all you can do is go right back down, you know. That's what I was hoping if they took her off TV after a while, you know, the whole thing with the sister Abigail shit with the Wyatts, if they did something like that. I guess I guess there's some woman that they were talking about. I forgot her name. There was, there was some, I think, Wrestling Inc. I saw it. I guess there's some character somewhere they they want to bring a sister Abigail female character, but I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, anyway. All Wyatt, I know is, don't lose uh, the feud. All I know is Dario's like old enough to be her dad, so there's obviously yeah, I know. She's daddy issues well, there. And he's yeah. going through a divorce and shit, and got kids and stuff, and yeah, there's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a messy there's, situation. Yeah, so. very messy. Uh, Mickey James coming back to NXT against uh, Oscar. That'd be cool to see. Um, Mickey it was nice knowing you. Rest in peace. Yeah, uh, <laughs> okay. but uh, I, I got I got a funny feeling too. With um, Survivor Series gonna be in Toronto. Um, I want to be shocked if Trish Trash comes back for one night, be one of those women on one of those teams. For, that was, uh, the, that was the plan, but I think she's... Um, she, she said no? Oh. She's, no, no, I believe she's pregnant or something. Oh, she's got bun in the oven. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Way to go, husband. Way to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Trish she'll come dick. back sometime. So. Yeah, because I, I thought it would be the perfect opportunity. That's where she's from, Toronto and shit. Hometown pop, you know. Get that yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it, man. Make it Oscar's gimmick. Like, every takeover, she just kills, like, some... A legend. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah you know, female I, legend killer. There yeah, you go. Have her, have her kill Mickey, and then, like, the next takeover, have her kill Victoria. You know, yep. get, 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 get Gail Kim. Let's all go to war. Bring them all in. Let's <laughs> <laughs> all go to war. <laughs> I went back in. and watched that Bash of the Beast on the other day. Fucking, I, I just kept watching that guy in that ECW shirt with the beard. He, <laughs> he fucking loved it. Hogan turning. He, he knew. He knew. It. He was like he the knew. one in the crowd. I look at that cop's face smiling. <laughs> he knew it was the inside thing. They should do something with... They got they, someone's got to superimpose like Hillary Clinton coming down as the third person. Yeah, but whose side is she on? You know, they offer the audio. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> they got fucking like the White White House and shit, and fucking Russia and China and USA. Yeah, whose side is she on? Fucking. Have a safe Oh well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, when Hill Hill gets in the office, hide your guns and shit. Um, <laughs> it, it's gonna be bad. I, I, it is gonna be bad. This fucking election. Oh god. Anyways, I'm gonna look for some real estate in Canada. I I'm gonna try to find Le- Lesnar. He needs some farm hands up in uh, Saskatoon. I'll go up to Canada. I'll freeze my ass off. I'll take an F5 once in a while. Anything to get the fuck out of this country when uh, Hillary gets in office. It's going to be bad. All right, man. That's basically it. Uh, thanks for calling in. Uh, have a nice Sunday, man. All right. Later. All right. Take care. All right. I want to thank Christopher for calling in. Uh, Justin for calling in. Everyone out there, take care. This has been Nate for Inside Wrestling. Basically, you know, week in review, talking, shooting the shit. And stuff. Everyone out there, take care. This is Nate for Inside Wrestling. Sorry. Goodbye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.